Hi everyone, welcome to Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. My name is Lindsay Allen. And my name is Justin Mueller, and this is your podcast for proven strategies on navigating and managing work life. Hi there. Today's guest is Angela Pierce. Angela resides in Oklahoma City and earned her BA in Business Administration and BS in Accounting in 2005 before becoming a CPA in 2008. She has over 15 years of work experience in public finance and managing broad budgets and teams for state and city governments. In addition, Angela has worked with startups, built and expanded finance and administration teams, and regularly advises new employees pursuing a career in government through mentorship programs. Angela is currently an executive with the City of Oklahoma City, serving as the Assistant Director over Finance. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Really excited. So this season of our podcast, season four, we are interviewing people from a variety of backgrounds and asking what is the best advice you ever received in your career and why? Yeah, I'd be happy to answer that. So for me personally, the piece of advice that really stands out is always take opportunities to learn new things. Earlier on in my career, being younger and not fully matured into my professional role, occasionally those extra opportunities just felt like one more thing on my to-do list, or I would shy away from new opportunities to learn new things, new tasks, new styles, and things of that nature. So I think having this advice early on in my career is one of the things that really helped me mature professionally earlier in my career and has really propelled me into opportunities that definitely would not have presented themselves had I not been in learning new things mindset. Had I not taken on these new challenges, there are very specific opportunities that I would not have been afforded. And so I'm very grateful for that advice early on in my career, even though it stung a little, I think it was a little hard to hear and process at the time. Yeah, Angela, what was hard about that message for you? What made it sting, if you will? Yeah, so I'm glad you asked. I think what made it sting is I had to really take a look at myself, really put my self-awareness glasses on, and face the hard truth that I really wasn't showing up 100%. I kind of wanted to hit that easy button. I wanted to blend in and maybe fly below the radar, if that makes sense. And having to admit that to myself, it stung a little. It was hard to process initially, but I'm so grateful that I was able to put my pride aside in that moment and really do some self-reflection. I very vividly remember this interaction and it was on a Friday afternoon. I believe that was strategic on part of my supervisor at the time. And I was appreciative to have that weekend to move forward from the initial defensive stance that I had and really become introspective and give an honest look at myself in the mirror and go in Monday morning ready to show up in a different way. I hear that a lot. I felt it myself, this inherent, I don't know if it's defensiveness, need to protect when we receive a hard message, but what do you think is behind some of that desire to blend in, particularly when you're in the first part of your career? You know, for me personally, I was a first-generation college graduate out of my family. I did not grow up around a lot of success. I did not grow up around a lot of professionalism. And so it was taxing in a way for me that it might not have been taxing for other folks. And so for a little while, 
at the early onset of my career, I was just learning how to be a professional, how to work in an office environment, how to walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah, no, that's good. What was it about this particular individual, this supervisor, that gave them credibility in your eyes? And in some ways, maybe what was it about the dynamic in your relationship where they felt the willingness or the ability to kind of speak in so directly to you? Yeah, that's a really good question. For me, it was the fact that this was a person that rather quickly I respected, looked up to, you know, at the time I wanted to be like this individual when I grew up. You know, I'm doing hand quotes you can't see here. They emulated what I wanted to be, the talk the talk and the walk the walk that I was trying to be. And so hearing that honest feedback, I knew this person knew what it took to get where they were. And that propelled me to be able to hear their message a little more clearly and let down that guard a little bit. You said you got the advice on a Friday and you kind of had the weekend to mull it over and, you know, initially stung, it sounds like. If you can recall, what was that process kind of like? What was that weekend like? What kind of emotions, feelings, self-talk did you experience before you finally kind of landed on acceptance, if you will? Yeah. So the way that the conversation started was, hey, Angela, can I talk to you for a few minutes privately? You know, I kind of immediately went into like, oh, I'm in trouble. I'm getting called into the principal's office mindset. And the the opening statement that he made was sometimes it seems like you don't really want to be here. And I was just floored because there was nowhere else I'd rather be. I was so excited to have my education behind me and my career in front of me and to be taking those first professional steps. And so I thought, why would he think I don't want to be here? I'm so excited to be here. And so that's kind of the way the conversation developed was me asking him, why did he have that impression? Because it was so far from the truth. And that's when he led into, well, you seem to shy away from new things, new tasks, learning opportunities. You're often the first one out the door at 5.01 PM, things of that nature. And so I will say it was at the end of the day on a Friday, And my drive home from work that day, I called my mother, who I respect and admire greatly. And I called her on my way home and said, I can't believe this guy. What audacity he has to think I don't want to be here and that I'm afraid of learning new things. I kind of feel like my entire life had been learning new things. And so she was able to talk to me in a way, having already had that lifetime of trust between us, she was able to say a few comments that lended way to me hearing the feedback and the constructive criticism, right? Because that's at the end of the day what this really was. This constructive criticism was given to me in a respectful, productive method, which was really helpful for me to be able to hear the message. And so leaving the initial conversation with that sting and that protective feeling that you mentioned earlier, but then being able to hear someone in my inner circle that I knew would always shoot me straight, that I had a great amount of respect for, agree or be able to speak to me or give examples of stories that I had shared. Well, do you remember the time you were talking about this? And so I can kind of see what he was saying. That's why my mother shared with me that night on the car ride home. And I'm glad that I called her when I did because I had all day Saturday, all day Sunday, just to kind of look myself in the mirror and really think about things and reflect. And that's what I spent a great amount of the weekend doing. 
And so being able to show up Monday morning, I went into this gentleman's office and I said, you're so right. And I want to do better. And I'm going to show up differently from today forward. Is there anything that you have on your desk right now that I could take off your plate that would be new for me? And he just lit up his entire face. He smiled and he was proud right there in that moment, which made me proud, right? Moving forward from that road bump or that obstacle in the way and really taking a look inward and being able to turn that into a positive, it just really stands out as a life-changing weekend for me. I love the fact you had an initial response. You didn't necessarily recoil when you were first given the guidance, but then you went home. I'm sure there's a little bit of rumination and stewing, but then you internalized it, spoke to someone who loved you and trusted you, in this case, your mom, and then took it to heart and took action on it almost immediately. I think that's incredible. Something that's frankly a little unusual. So yeah, I mean, from a leader standpoint, I'm sure now, given the fact that you're in leadership positions, that's the ideal scenario. That's what you would hope to see. You talked about how it's impacted your career over the last 15 years. How has that impacted how you manage? And more importantly, well, there's managing people and then there's leading people. So I guess as you think about how you mentor and how you lead and coach other individuals, how has that impacted the way in which you go about doing that? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it was a humbling experience for me. And having that slice of humble pie has been really helpful and enabled me to be able to relate to staff and employees on a different level. You know, often when I'm leading employees in our organization, I will share personal experiences from my past in order to hopefully break down some of those protective or defensive barriers on their end. You know, if I'm giving that constructive criticism as a leader myself, my goal is never to punish or call out or embarrass, right? My goal is always to correct, steer, or enable that improvement in one way or another. And, you know, you said that's what we hope for as leaders, right? And that's absolutely the case. It doesn't always work out that way. But even if it doesn't work out that way in the moment or in the short term, I still like to hold on to that hope that with time and more reflection, that it will still have an impact on the folks that I'm leading. You know, I've given this same exact advice out a number of times that was given to me at such a young point in my career. I call them resume builders. Don't look at a learning opportunity as a challenging or difficult or cumbersome item on your to-do list to embrace those and look at them as possibilities and experiences, new line items on your resumes. We are our experiences. And so being able to tout that is such a great thing. And so if you can kind of frame it in that resume builder perspective and not from the, oh, it's just one more thing I got to go learn and do, I think that's life-changing. Yeah. I love how you frame it. I may have to steal that. And that's fantastic. That yeah. was one of the things that I wanted to say, Angela. You and I talked prior to recording and you had said, look at the extra tasks as resume builders. And I thought that was excellent advice that resonates. The other thing I just wanted to comment on is when you were telling the story about receiving the advice and calling your mom a trusted advisor, I thought that you did a great job of really describing the emotions that are behind the change curve. 
and anytime anyone hears career advice, that is, they become aware of it for the first time. They had no awareness of it before. They go through those cycles of feeling anger and then kind of exploring it maybe with a trusted advisor like you did and then kind of feeling bad about it, the sadness, and then going to acceptance. And I think getting to acceptance, you have to really have a few phrases that help you change your mindset and viewing additional tasks and challenges and asks as resume builders is a great way to frame it. Thank you. And I appreciate that feedback. You know, one of the emotions that I felt that you didn't mention was embarrassment. I sat with that over the weekend because I've always been a prideful person. And so I felt a little embarrassed, right? I didn't realize I was coming across that way. But for me, I didn't want to sit in that embarrassment too long. I just, I wanted to write that. I wanted to get out there, show that's not who I am as a person and get that behind me. And the easiest way to do that was to address it head on quickly and get to the other side of it. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. For our audience out there, this is our first session back after a bit of a spell. And I love the fact that we're going to be embarking on these conversations to really learn from folks that are in our circles. This has been a phenomenal way to start. Not only have I walked away with, I don't want to demean it by saying tip or trick, but really a, a great way to frame how we can provide what might be really hard feedback to someone. I think Lindsay can speak for us in that I was not always as gracious as your supervisor in providing some feedback to her. <laughs> so I love it. And I love how you've internalized it and how that's really impacted your career. It's such a great reminder for how powerful our roles as leaders and supervisors and coaches really are. I just recently had a promotion and I was telling this to Lindsay a while back, I still feel like a senior consultant in a lot of ways. Like internally, I still feel like this junior consultant who's still getting my feet on the ground career-wise. And so I sometimes need the reminder that's like, hey, goofball, you're not the junior consultant anymore. You've now become the person you were looking at and your words and your actions have a lot of power. And so as a result, you need to wield that power, if you will, very carefully and in service to your people and not to the detriment of your people. So yeah, it's a great reminder. Thank you so much for being with us today, Angela. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been an enjoyable experience, and I'm excited to hear your other sessions with others that I still, you know, might be able to learn from today. Looking forward to it. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. To access more information about the upcoming book, Refine and Grow, Lessons Learned on Navigating the Business World, or find additional resources, head out to our website at refineandgrow.com. And tune in next week for an all new episode. Thanks for listening.